celebrate Christ's birth and to be together here with family and our church family and everyone else who's come. You're all part of the family anyway. And we're, we're grateful for what Christ has allowed us to do tonight. I mean, we wouldn't be here unless Jesus made it all happen. And what I mean is that he has really touched my life and many of you guys who are here see the difference in your life because of Jesus Christ. And we're here really not for me or not necessarily the kids, though they, they come up there, but really for Jesus Christ. We make the effort, bring the food, eat together and all for his birthday because we're celebrating his birthday. And it's all about Jesus. And there's something about Christmas Eve that, that I love to think about. And it's just what these uh, children, you know, sang, sang about, the keiki. They sang about away in the manger. And I think about the manger. I think about the gift that God has given us there in the manger. And, and that's God's gift. I mean, who, who loves to get presents on Christmas? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, oh, even you guys back there. Even Pastor Stephen said he does too. I was um, uh, reading about this little boy, and he had uh, uh, decided, rather than writing to Santa, he decided to write to Jesus about his Christmas gift, his Christmas present. And the thing is, he, he, he knows God loves him, but he wasn't on his best behavior, you know, during this time coming up to Christmas, well, most of the year. So he starts this letter, and he says, Dear Jesus, I've been pretty good for six months now. Well, at that point, he stopped, and he thought for a minute, and then he crossed out the six, and he put a three. So the letter said, Dear Jesus, I've been pretty good for three months now. But then he paused again. So he crossed that out. And then he wrote, Dear Jesus, I've been pretty good for two weeks now. (laughs) But still, he knows that God knows everything. So he ended up crossing that out. And he just sat there. Then suddenly, he decided to get up. He ran over to the nativity scene that was in his house. And he was scanning, you know, seeing the shepherds and that by the manger, and he saw Joseph, and then he's scanning, he see Mary, and then he see the baby, uh, Jesus there in the nativity scene. Then his eyes went back to Mary. He grabs Mary, the figurine, and he runs into his room, wraps it real gently in this cloth, puts it in his drawer, and shuts the drawer. Then he walks back to the table, gets a new piece of paper out, and he starts to write another letter to Jesus about his Christmas present. And it started out like this. Dear Jesus, if you want to see your mother again, he was holding her hostage, right? But here's here's the thing. We we cannot really force God, right, (laughs) to give us a gift. I mean, there's no need. Because the thing is, even though we may fail with the Lord, and not do really good with him, God still loves us. God still wants to give us a gift. God's love is still there. And you know what? It was right there in the nativity scene, right in front of him. It was Jesus there in the manger. And that's the thing I want you to see tonight for our Christmas Eve 
little message here is that love came in a manger. Love came in a manger. Now let me read to you here. If you have your Bibles or your phones, you can follow along. But in 1 John chapter 4, verse 9 and 10, and this is our Christmas Eve uh, verses here. So in 1 John chapter 4, verse 9, we'll begin there. It says, In this the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent His only Son into the world so that we might live through Him. Now, we see that there's a gift that God gave, and it's because of His love. It says in this, the love of God was made manifest. The word manifest means shown. It means to, to declare. It means to reveal. His love was revealed in this. In what? Well, the verse tells us it was when God sent His only Son into the world. Did you know that 1 John chapter 4, verse 9 and 10 is a Christmas verse? It's, it really relates to what we're, what we're celebrating tonight. Christ's birth on Christmas. Away in the manger. In the manger when Jesus came. It was God's gift here. The gift is Jesus. We, we heard Allie expertly read here, right? In Luke chapter 2, verse 12. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. God's love was shown, was revealed, was expressed when Jesus came to this earth. When he was born as a human baby here, when he came to the earth from heaven, that was God giving his gift to us on Christmas. Now this is God's love. This is God's heart. He, he, he loves us so much that, you know, he gave us the best thing in the whole world, and that is his son. He gave his most precious thing out of everything, out of the whole universe, and he gave his son. That's love to me. That's a gift. Now, isn't that why we give gifts, right? Isn't that why we came here tonight and brought our food? Because we love the Lord, and we want to give to everyone else. We want to be a giving kind of people. I mean, you like presents, right? You like to get presents, but isn't it just as fun to give presents? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got an amen there. Oh, yeah, all right. You can, you can, you can buy your dad a great present <laughs> and your mom. But we give because of love, right? Except those times when we go to those parties, yeah, Christmas parties, where we're supposed to bring a white elephant gift. Right? We usually bring something left over from the year before that we never used or, or something more useless to us. And, and it's that white elephant gift. Did, did you know they say that the white elephant gift originated way back with the king of Siam, which is Thailand, way back. And he would gift some of his heads of state a white elephant, a albino elephant. Now, it wasn't like a a, a loving gift that he gave. It was actually because he didn't like them. They fell out of favor with them. And so he would give them this white elephant. And with the white elephant, you, you couldn't put the elephant to work because it was considered sacred because it was an albino. You, you, you only had to feed it and house it. So he knew whoever gave him this 
elephant, that they would have to take care of this elephant, house the elephant, feed the elephant, and it would be a total financial ruin for them. So that gift was given in spite. That gift wasn't given in love, right? But you know what? With God, he gave his son, Jesus, as a gift in love. That's what we have to understand here tonight. It was out of love. And in verse 9, it goes on to say that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. What does that mean? Are we living? Well, I'm talking about really living. Sometimes we get in those moments, and maybe you're here tonight, that you're just existing, right? You're alive, but you're just existing. You're not really living. There's something missing in your life. Well, Christ came so that we would have a life. And you know what that means? That means that we would have a life with God. That we would have a life here on earth with God, a relationship with Him. That once we pass from this life, that we will go to heaven and have a life with God all into eternal life. That's, that's the idea. That God gave His Son so we would have life. Jesus said that thief in John 10.10, uh, 10, the thief comes to uh, destroy, right? To steal and destroy. But then Jesus said, I have come to give you life and life abundantly. That's why Jesus came. So we would have a life, a life with God, a relationship with him. Our sin separated us from a relationship with him. But we could really know God. Christianity, true Christianity, isn't just some religion and we do rituals. It's actually this living relationship, not a ritual, but not a religion even, a living relationship with God, with Jesus. That's life. And and notice what I read here in verse 9. It says, so that we might live through him. Does that mean it's by chance? No. Might means that if you choose to accept Jesus into your life, if you choose to, to want this gift that God is giving, to receive this gift, then you can have a life. You won't just exist. You won't be walking around all empty, purposeless. God gave Jesus on Christmas so that we can have a life, that we can have meaning in our life, purpose in our life. I was reading um, uh, in Pennsylvania, in this neighborhood, they got tired of waiting for the city because there's this big pothole in the middle of the road. And they tried to contact the city to fix this pothole, but they never did. So you know what they decided to do this Christmas season? Someone went out and put up an artificial Christmas tree right there in the pothole. And then all the neighbors came and decorated it and everything right in the middle, right there to fill this pothole. I love that. They were in the Christmas spirit, right? They put up decorations, and they put it right in a pothole, and guess, pothole, and guess what? The city, yeah, they, they got their attention, and they actually put a metal plate and scheduled it uh, real soon to get it done. But you know what I was thinking? Maybe in the same sense, we need to do that also. We have a hole in our heart, and the only way we can fill it is in Jesus. We try and fill it with other things, our hobbies, our work, careers, maybe money, 
possessions, shiny things. But those things don't fill that God-shaped hole in our heart. Only Jesus can. So perhaps we got to put Christmas in the hole of our heart that we might have life with God. So the gift is Jesus. The gift is, is, is practical. It, it gives us life. And, and you know what? But the gift that God gave is also costly. In verse 10 of, verse 10 of 1 John chapter 4, it says, In this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Now, in verse 10, the first four words is, in this is love. This is what love is. The NLT says, this is real love. So John's saying, you, know what, you want to know what real love is? You want to know, this is God's love. You want to know what it's like? Well, he goes on to say, not that we have loved God. In other words, God didn't send his gift of Jesus to us because we, we gave him a gift of doing good or loving him. That's not why. I mean, you ever feel like obligated, like someone gives you a present, but, but you didn't get them a present, and they give you a present? Don't you feel like, oh, no, I got to run to the store. Oh, what do I have at home that I could give them? Oh, I have this present someone gave me. I don't like, but maybe they'll like it, right? We feel obligated when someone gives us a gift. Well, that's not God. That's what the verse is saying. Not that we have loved God. That's not why he gave us the, his gift of Jesus. No, but that he loved us. The word love here is the Greek word agape. That he loved us unconditionally. That he loved us even though we weren't good for two weeks, three months, or six months. He loved us. Just plain love. Cared for us even in our failures and in and, and, and our weaknesses and all. You know, Romans 5.10 says that while we are yet enemies, we are enemies of God. Because of our sin and our rebellion against God, we were enemies. We were at war with God in a sense. Yet, the verse tells us that we were reconciled with God. That's God's love. He loved us that much despite our sin. And then it says, but he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. That's a big word, propitiation. I can't even say it correctly. (laughs) But it means, you know what it means? Atonement. That Christ was our atonement. That Christ died on the cross for our sins to pay the penalty of our sins. That we couldn't pay. That's what it means. That Christ sacrificed himself. Now, it's not talking about that he came from heaven and came to this earth, came from eternity to the temporal, came from eternity, infinity to the finite. It's not so much talking about that. He humbled himself and came. But you know what's talking about? That that little baby will one day grow up and guess what? Die on the cross. That's what it's talking about. That God so loved the world that he sent his only son, right? So that whoever may believe in him would have everlasting life. That's God's love. 
That's Jesus who is willing to come to this earth to be born a baby, grow up, and then die on the cross. Think about this. This gift God sent that Jesus was born to die. That's what is the cost of this gift. Someone said love can be measured by the gift, not how much it costs, but how much it costs the giver. That's Christ. You know, I was, I was thinking about how, uh, I, I, of how a lot of times we speak of love a shape like a heart, right? Can everyone do a heart? Well, that's, that's int- this is easier for me. <laughs> a heart. But you know what we see on Christmas with Jesus and his gift? We see that love is actually shaped as a cross. Can you make a cross? That's love. This is real love. That Jesus would come to this earth to be born a baby and then grow up and die on the cross for our sins. I was reading about um, the NFL quarterback, Tim Tebow, um, one year, one Christmas years ago, he went to Walmart and he paid off all the layaways that were there. You know what layaway is, yeah? You, 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 bu- you buy something, but you don't pay for everything. You put a little money down and you say you're going to pay for it all and you pay for it all and go back and pick it up. Well, you know, he went there and paid all the layaways off at Walmart. I, I thought that's unbelievable. He doesn't even know the people. What if they're bad people? Maybe the good people is great, but what if they're not that great? It didn't matter to him. He paid what they owed. One lady who uh, got all her presents for Christmas uh, paid off. She was working hard. She was a student on top of it. And she was in tears saying that she was thinking that it it, it wasn't going to work out for her and that she'll have to put some things back. But she was in tears that it was all paid for. Well, that's what Christ did when he died on the cross. He was our propitiation. He was our atonement. He paid the penalty that we could not pay. And that's love. That's love. This is, this is what we see tonight. Love came in a manger. When Jesus was born, there was this whole plan of God. And it was because of love. It was motivated by love. It was purposed because of his love for us. And understand that tonight, if you're here tonight, and maybe Christmas can be an empty thing some, for some of you. But no, it can be filled with God and be filled with his love. God loves you. Jesus loves you. It's not just some story about this baby in the manger and, oh, Jesus. You know, it's just the beginning of what God did in sending his son to this earth for you and me. Understand it. It was all love. It was all love that came in this manger. I'll close with this. There was a a school Christmas program going on. It was called the Winter Program. And um, one uh, one of the moms uh, who brought her son to this thing was thinking, well, you know, the school's taking Jesus out of everything, and I'm not going to be real inspired. And she's a Christian and all. 
And so she, she just went thinking, oh, I'm not going to see too much or be inspired a lot here. And so the program went on. And they came to the very last song. And all the kids were on the stage in the very last song. It was called Christmas Love. Now, as they sang this song, they had the kids up, up on the stage. Uh, they would spell out the word Christmas love and sing about it. And every time they would spell out and, 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 and call out a letter in the song, uh, one of the kids would hold up the letter. So as they're singing, they started to sing C. C is for Christmas. So one of the kids held up the C. And they, they sang the song. And then the next letter was H, and it's for happy. And then another kid uh, next to that one held up another card with an H on it. And so on and so forth. The song went on. Each of the children lifted up their letters, and, and they held, held it up there all the way. But something went wrong when it came to the letter M in Christmas. The little girl who was holding that card had the M upside down. So when she lifted it up, it was what? A W. It was a W. Now the parents smiled. They thought it was really cute. The other children laughed and started to tease her. But the song went on all the way to the end. And when they finally finished the song with the E, the uh, E at the end of love, right? All of a sudden, there was a hush in the whole crowd. Because God, I believe, did this, was reminding people what Christmas was really about. So what was spelled out with that M flipped over to a W? It, Christ was love. Yeah. I'm not joshing you. Isn't that great? That's what this evening is about. Love came in a manger. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for, Lord, this night that we celebrate your birth, God. Thank you that tomorrow we get to come back to church and celebrate even more because this was the most important event that happened in all of history, and it's when you came. Because when you came, God, you came out of love. And when you came, you came to grow and die on the cross for us, our sins, that we may have life, that we may be saved, that we may know you, that we may have heaven. And Lord, I thank you so much for that. And Lord, I just want to give opportunity tonight for anyone who would like to give their heart to Jesus Christ. That's the best gift you could give to God tonight. Lord, I want to pray for anyone here tonight. Lord, you gave us your greatest gift. And what can we do for you but give our heart and our life to you right now? Lord, I want, I ask, Lord, that you would move with your Holy Spirit right now. As your eyes are closed, if anyone wants to receive Jesus Christ, just raise your hand up and hold it up. God bless you guys. Anyone else? God bless you guys. God bless you. Anyone else in this room? Just hold it up high, and I will pray for you. Lord, I pray for those who have their hands up right now, and as they hold their hands up, they're saying, Yes, Jesus, I want you in my life. I want you in my heart, God. 
And may you see that, Lord, in the sincereness of their heart that you would come into their life and touch them. God, as they confess their sin and repent and call out to you and come to the cross, Lord, forgive, cleanse, and make them new tonight. And we thank you for that opportunity, that we have a future with you in heaven, that it's for sure, God. And we thank you for this night, Lord, that we can celebrate your birth. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you.